0: Welcome to the Geeks at the Gates. We are finally back. We've actually managed to get four people in a room at the same time. Uh, and those four people are me, uh, Reggie Rigby, and uh, they
1: are also Matt. Hello. Oh, right. Not just four of you. <laughs> That's exactly We've cloned Reg. Oh, for God's sake, stop being four like people <laughs> in this room, aren't we? It me? was
2: easier to clone <laughs> Reg than it was to get four we also separate <laughs> people in a room yeah, together. In addition to Matt, we have
0: Miss... Picky over here.
1: Mrs. Thank you very
0: much. <laughs> Hello Helen. Hello. And of course, we are also joined by Hat! Hat! Hi! And we are here to talk about things we'll tell you about later. Because actually <sighs> actually we're recording this after we've talked about everything. And I'm going to seamlessly shoehorn this. Right into the beginning of the podcast, which is why the next thing you're going to hear is the spoiler horn, because there will be spoilers. So many spoilers, so so many. Because because we know, because we've said them all, they will be many. So you've been warned. Here it comes. Arrgh! Spoilers. Arrgh! Spoilers. Um, right. Shall we play a game? Yes. Please. Um, I'll take a. I'll take a moment just to. Explain, I know. I know. I know. I've explained it to you guys, um, so I know you know this but I'll just take a second I don't have to, to explain yeah. it so in I'm your have done homework, um, Basically, as a, as a former teacher, I can't resist occasionally giving people homework, and <laughs> uh, so that's what I did. What we're doing, I'd just like to, to be clear, this is in no way related to a game they play on the incomparable network called The Draft, uh, which is based on something they do in American football, where um, they pick a th- they pick a subject to draft and they everybody go, goes around the table and they all pick the people they would like to, or the, or the spaceships or whatever, they would like to draft into their team. Obviously, we have no tradition of that in this country. Uh, and so this is in no way mimicking that format. <laughs> sure. no, um, at, at all. What we're doing is we're, we're, we're going back to something that everyone who's British will remember from the playground. It's called picking sides. <laughs> uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to imagine that all the spaceships in science fiction ever are lined up against the gym wall <laughs> and we are the team captains and we're going to pick one, one at a time we're going to explain why we want it uh, and I'm afraid if somebody picks one, somebody that's on your list you can't have them you've already um, the first on your list and... <laughs> oh yeah, whoops <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no no that's that's an <laughs> right, gotta... unrelated no, note okay. are you cribbing?
0: already have <laughs> no, <you> Something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my notes <laughs> something I have
0: done to make it fair <laughs> um, I put all our names into random.org Oh, I generated a random, uh, a random um, order. Couldn't you just put names <laughs> yeah. in a hat? Well, but then, uh, I then I wouldn't have got to use cool technology. Let right.
3: Let's not put names in me, thank like you. <laughs> sorry. Sometimes when your name is such just pluck a name out. There
2: we
1: go. Um, How insensitive I
0: mean, so, <laughs> totally sorry. so we're actually going, Matt, Helen, hat me. I get, I get to go last. I didn't cheat, which is why I'm at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we'll, we'll... I don't know how we're doing for time. It's only, it's only 10 past eight. So, I think we'll go for... I'm, I'm sure most of us have got more than five on our actual list. Do you want us to do one at a time? We'll go, yeah, yeah, we're going to do one, one at a time. Okay. So, you pick one, then Helen picks one, then Hat picks one, then I pick one, and then we okay. go back to you. Okay. Yeah, like we would do if we're picking sides at school. At okay. School. So, where
2: are we starting? Well... I just assumed that everybody would go for all of the obvious ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, by the time it comes around to me, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to have that or that. And or then that. you discovered you, you were going first.
3: Do you, do you not feel like all of us would assume that everyone picked <laughs> yeah, the obvious ones? Of course, one? of
2: course, yeah. Well, we'll the, other, really obscure the yeah. other thing was, I, I, I started out and I was like picking stuff and I was like, and oh, no, it's not a spaceship because the criteria was, yeah. it has to be yeah. space worthy and i was like you can't have this you can't have that and, and actually when you narrow it down in terms of kind of top 10 top 25 spaceships i mean in terms of like what's what's a great what's a classic ship
0: and actually we should say for the benefit of listeners um our criteria for determining what's a spaceship is it has to be able to go into space <laughs> we figured the clue that was in the name <laughs> but also space stations don't count so you couldn't have the international space station for instance because that is not capable of going from planet to p- planet it just sits in orbit likewise you couldn't have babylon 5 That's um true. you could if any i don't know if any's picked it's it all of hats list gone, it's gone. i just picked, <laughs> I, mean,
3: I got it completely wrong. <laughs>
0: <now>. <laughs> you could uh, i don't know if any if anybody's picked it you could have the Death Star because the Death Star. Well, it well you travel. could certainly have the first Death Star. I'm not sure about the second Death Star because I yeah. never saw that move. It was fully yeah, operational. We that, well, if wasn't if it. we're
1: picking ships to be on our team so we can destroy everything, then you'd go for the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of bad guys. Yeah, that's a reason to not pick it for yeah. me. It's called the Death Star. So, anyway, having.
2: So, so. Are we the buddies? Okay, sure. <laughs> well, I'm going to go for the obvious first of all because I get to go first. It's got to be the Millennium Falcon.
0: Hey. Yeah, it was on it's my got, list. I'm really sorry not if it's on, on anyone else's Not on my list, because it
2: was too obvious. That's good, that's good. It was um, on my,
0: I assume somebody else would pick it, so I actually put it at number
2: four. It, my, <laughs> note, my note simply says the Millennium Falcon, because it's the <laughs> Falcon. Because it's the Millennium Falcon. I mean, it's not only the greatest ship in, in the whole Star Wars saga, it's, it's probably the that. greatest space fancy spaceship ever. It just is. You know, people say, you know, Luke said, what a piece of junk. And it is. And that's why it's great. Mm. It's apparently it's it's older than than we think. This is an interview I was reading recently with um, uh, the guys who have written Solo. They're saying even even at the time of Solo, it's already decades old. It's had many owners. It's been modified. We've seen in the footage from Solo that it looks a bit different. It looks brand new. It's white and blue. It it, it doesn't have the gap in the mandibles at the front. There's a reason for that that's filled in. So I like the fact that whoever gets it tinkers with it and does something different. And by the time that the original Star Wars trilogy <laughs> comes around, Han and Chewie have kind of let it slide a bit and it's, it's a bit <laughs> crap. But anyone who's ever owned a car or anything mechanical, yep. that's the feeling straight away. When you see the Millennium Falcon, it doesn't matter how old you are, you kind of, you get it. It is a hunk of junk, but that's what's so great about well, it. But
0: also the thing about the Falcon is that, you know, the hyperdrive notwithstanding... It isn't a hunker junk. I mean, it looks like one, but it's, no, it's the one fa- of the most It's, it's one of the most hunker junk. It's one of the most capable ships in the system. Yeah. It fights off squadrons of TIE fighters. Yeah. OK, they were told to let it go, but nevertheless. It flies through asteroid fields, uh, and we all know that the odds of... It
3: gets swallowed.
0: Of, yeah, we all know the odds of successfully navigating an asteroid
2: field the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one.
0: It looks like a hunger of junk, but it's deceptive. It's it. It, you know, Have you seen the um, the side by side comparisons of the interior of yes. From Solo? Yeah, and basically the interiors in Solo are exactly the same oh, as okay. they are, but uh, well, they're clean.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> so everything's white, and, yeah, it's, and it's like, yeah, Han and Chewie don't do dusting clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, cause again, you don't. And I, I was—you were saying, you know, anyone has ever owned a car. Every car I've ever had, for like the first six months to a year that I've owned it, pristine, vacuumed every mm-hmm. week, washed every week, mm-hmm. checked the tire pressures every week. By the time I've had it a couple of years, scratches down the side, mm-hmm. you know chips under the seats, you know,
3: yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, the kitchen's fallen off of mine. So yeah, I hear that. I love it. Three years. I love that your car
0: kitchen. Is, which is <laughs> why the
3: kitchen. I drove a camper van. Right, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, I personally feel the road equivalent of the Millennium Falcon. I've <laughs> Mine, I don't don't walking, <laughs> Mine especially. It was like a it looks, I've seen you on, on the outside. I've like, seen
2: your <laughs> camper van, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but unlike a lot of what, what I'd sort of consider classic sci-fi spaceships, the Falcon is a character yeah. unto itself. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that's especially true when I remember watching uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi, when they're flying out of the, they're trying to get out of the Death Star, and they clip and they take the radar dish off and you're like and you win yeah. <laughs> which is silly cuz it's a it's a mechanic it's a piece of yeah but you do metal but you're like oh no the yeah. falcon might my- my and friend. it's even worse now because you know they're going to replace it with that horrible square thing yeah but again it gets modified it's all the modified. time mm-hmm. it gets you know yeah. new bits added to it and bits come <laughs> off and like Trigger's broom from uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. it's the same broom he's always had but he's replaced the, the brushes and the handle that's yeah.
2: it that's it it's the same broom the, so ship, again, the, the fa- ship
3: of Theseus.
2: <coughs> the falcon goes <laughs> in <done> <laughs> straight at number one with a bullet I mean it, it's the greatest sci-fi fantasy ship it's ever. also flown
1: I think by Harrison Ford
2: so, yeah, yeah, and it kind and it, echo, it echoes Harrison Ford's character, and it echoes Harrison Ford in what way? Because he's a bit clunky. <laughs> How dare he's you? been put? He's he's been put back together. He does time have, to have a wonky old and you yes. know he's quite good at he's, crashing things well. <laughs> Exactly, and he's is. worn. He's a bit worn down, and he's yeah. a bit you know a bit rough around the edges. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of it's him and the ship together are uh, like a unit. Yeah, like, well, plus Chewie, they're, oh, plus Chewy, obviously, they're like a combined. Well, I, saw,
0: I mean, the, the the line from from the Force Awakens that that in the trailer made everybody gasp was when you see Han and Chewie come around the corner. And it's Chewie, we're home. Yeah, and everyone yeah. Oh. "Yeah."
2: And yeah, I <coughs> <coughs> I didn't have that moment so... with Luke in the Last Jedi going into the cockpit. I was just like, "Yeah," but with Han in the, yeah. the Force Awakens, it was a proper. That was, a,
3: that was a proper there, thing. There was a moment you when know, when they picked up it in the, in the Force Awakens, when, when Rey first gets in it, it's just like, <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a And you just, yeah, it is. It no, is, it is. There was
1: a bit, I think it was The Avengers we saw. No, maybe not. It was on, But we went to the cinema and the trailer for Star Wars came on, episode seven. And that bit happened. And it was like the first time the trailer even we showed, it's like, Chewie, we're home. And dead silence, this girl, a couple of rows behind us, just went, what the hell is this? Oh. And it was just like, You're in a room of nerds!
3: (laughs) Careful what you say. I don't
1: think you belong <laughs> here. It's like but the thing is, even if you've not seen Star Wars, you know what this. That is. That was
2: definitely somebody's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh
1: dear. Yes. And she
2: was clearly there
0: on the sufferance. girlfriend
1: I'd probably I, I
2: imagine argue. by now, yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Because uh, like, another great moment with with the Falcon. Empire Strikes Back. Hannah and Chewie spend the first part of the movie trying to get the damn thing working. Yeah. And then Vader and the and the Snowtroopers are coming in. And it's like you you know get the hell out of there, and they run in. The snowtrooper set up this big gun and just casually presses a button behind him. A gun drops down underneath the falcon, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: blasts them, and then he's like, you know, punch it, punch it, punch, punch it. it, and it takes off, and you're like, yes! yeah, <laughs> That's the falcon. It's, yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I, I I'm I'm astonished that there's anybody in the room case. who doesn't have it on their list. Actually, okay. it was on mine. I'm glad I got it It's in at
3: the it. very very end. I didn't put I it. I didn't not. put it number
0: one because I assumed
2: everybody else would yeah. have
0: it. Yeah, this
3: is it. I didn't put it on my list at all because I I went down that whole um yeah that's pick on a on the draw. Yeah. yeah. Like of
2: random <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay.
0: So first pick is gone. The Millennium Falcon is no longer on the table. It's no longer standing against the gym wall um it's now standing awkwardly next to matt uh, <laughs> and trying not to make eye contact with his mate uh so
1: helen well again i didn't think i'd go first so i kind of went for but really you didn't obscure one <laughs> well i didn't but i am um, early on i feel like i feel like i have to go with serenity because i know it's on everyone's list
3: yeah not Sorry. on my list not on your
1: list. list i went it was, it was at the end it was like number eight on my list but since i get the chance to do it um, I love the way you've actually put Firefly class transporter Serenity.
0: Yeah. Um, I I very nearly put the serial number down in case there's any confusion.
1: (laughs) And it's, it's. I mean, Joss Whedon said that he thought of Firefly while. Thinking of the Millennium Falcon, which is, you know, yeah. as he said, you know, as, as I always am, thinking of the Millennium Falcon. And there are so many similarities with the fact that it is a bit of a hunk of junk, yeah. but mm. it can move and it's got what, an awesome mechanic, which helps. it, again, it does its job, does it does help. It's a it truck. Does its yeah. job. But it's, it yeah. is, again, it's, it's a, a character and it's, you know, a little bit like... She is a character, yeah. A little bit like when Kaylee, after she's been shot... In, um, in Serenity, isn't in it? In Serenity, yeah. And they pull off the crazy Ivan and everything, and at the end she's just like, you know, there's my girl. That's my girl. That's my good girl. And bits That's like that. And That and... was the moment I
0: fell in love with Kaylee.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and for me, the bit, the bit out of gas <laughs> <laughs> is probably my favourite episode. That's the one where the whole ship breaks down, yeah. and they, they all have to evacuate. Mal stays. And the very final shot of that episode, where the man is trying to... It goes, you know, before he bought Serenity... And the man is trying to sell him all these ships, and he's looking at them, and they're all yeah. just—they're very big and everything. <laughs> but Mal's face when he looks at Serenity is yeah. just love, yeah. and it's such a beautiful moment. And, oh, I absolutely adore that. So, and yeah, so it is. It's not just a ship; it's his home. It's a character. It's you know. But there are so and, many, and the whole final line. Sorry, the whole final line in Serenity. You know that if you take a boat up in the air that you don't love, she'll you know she'll chuck yeah. you out and she'll. Yeah. You know, love keeps her in the air when she ought to fall down. Um, yeah. And yes, and so very much, you know, the, there's there's Serenity, there's um, the Man in Falcon. The wasp. Who's heard of that? <laughs> um, and I, I love how other characters... Similarly, it's not a spaceship, but for anyone that's ever watched Supernatural, um, oh, baby. the Impala, the car, of, and, and I know nothing about cars, but I know everything about that 1967 <laughs> Chevy Impala. That's a character as well. It's called Baby, and there's and, and she is. She's... She's a character within an inner right, and and, and and again, you feel when she gets smashed up. Oh yeah. God! Oh, oh. God, don't do that. So, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going with <clears> Serenity. No, I, I I approve completely. Yeah.
0: I mean, I had in my notes, a um, Firefly class transport Serenity. Yeah. Uh, because more than any other ship in fiction, it's a home. Yeah. It's she's not just a
1: yeah. she's not yeah. just a place you yeah. can live. She's an actual home. Yeah. The um, kitchen. I like the flowers on the wall. It's got a real kitchen.
0: kitchen. They have sit-down meals. Yeah. We see them sitting around the table. Yeah. The Cruise family more so even than the Falcon, actually. Yeah. You know, you, you see that. You never see the sleeping quarters or the mm-hmm. or the or the eating or the quarters. toilet. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> you all see, you of see all of that on the yeah. yeah. Serenity. Uh, Mal's got a really really cute sort of fold out urinal.
1: Yeah, um, that's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: yeah. I, so yeah, so yeah, she, she, yeah. she it's, it's wonderful. Uh, I I adore absolutely adore.
1: There's, there's two other Serenity. things I mentioned. One is the barn swallow the that they do. The fact yeah. that you can move. That's, but the crazy Ivan. That yeah. every time I watch it, no matter how many times, it's Wash when he just goes.
3: There's something you can't do. Yes. He
1: just <laughs> turns around and crazy Ivan. It's just like that's brilliant. That yeah. makes me really happy. That turns me on a bit. And that's. <laughs> so I um, I am actually Wash. I am a big fan of Wash. But because. There are so
0: many brilliant one-liners. I mean, you, you said that in Out of Gas when uh, you know you see Mal at the end looking yeah. at
1: her
0: uh, <laughs> and just utter love on his yeah. face. Nathan Fillion is a really good actor. Wow,
1: um, it is a very nice
0: because he was looking at the green at a blank screen. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's very
0: <laughs> true. Like when in that flashback earlier in that episode where we see him take Zoe on board for the first time. <laughs> I was like shit like this be with you for the rest of your life because it's a death trap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really I I really love solid I love her so much <laughs> just, and, but any you but everything this,
1: sir? on purpose <laughs> on, purpose. <laughs> on, purpose.
0: <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> but everything that people say about serenity every negative thing that people say about serenity you could equally say about the falcon yeah. you could yeah, say about it's, anything you as it's, you said
1: you can find negative about anything it's just that
0: for it. it's just that just reading is really better at writing one liners than George Lucas it's
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but no, it's 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 yeah. As you say, it's a home, and yeah, things like things like Kaylee, yeah, the the flowers that Kaylee has clearly done on the yeah. wall in the kitchen, There's the stenciling, and, and the little room. sign yeah. on Kaylee's room. Exactly, yeah, all yeah. The, the
3: fact that all the rooms are all their own as well. Yeah. Like you can see, they live there. Yeah, Jane's
0: Jane's like... room just has gun racks. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, they they their own personality oh, as yeah. well, rather my than it being like <laughs> homogenised and everything's yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and in And Inara's
0: Inara's shuttle is is. So beautifully yeah. that sounds weird.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's incense.
0: With
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the drapery, I think yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I also have to mention it as well because I I broke my golden tattoo rule of no Chinese symbols, and I have I have a concept sketch of a nara, and also the Chinese symbol for serenity on my arm. So it gets a special mention. I always vowed never Chinese symbols tattoos. That's, that's the happened.
0: one Chinese. That's the one Chinese
1: pictogram that I actually can read. Oh, good.
0: I know, I know, I know what's I know what says serenity. It
1: does say serenity. It doesn't say. Oh, and Virginia I also, I also <laughs> know. Can you know. I mention just one last little thing? Please. About serenity. Oh, look, I'd be happy to
0: do a whole podcast on serenity. So, in fact, we have.
1: I love it when serenity comes into land and his little feet come out. <laughs> She's got such little feet, and they come out on this land.
0: Very dainty.
1: Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> and that's that's all I got to say. No, I, I'm. Good with, that. Good? Yeah. good with that sorry i've taken no. one of the obvious ones but yes. great, i love man. her more than you
0: yeah thank random.org Random Random thank you very much um so pat
3: you're number one i I'm, i am, two am us hat. Number one. i just double check it because <laughs> yeah it's the one that's on my shirt so it's the uh yeah 'Cause I'm cool. And I was like, I hope no one else picks this because I'm wearing it. Um, okay. <laughs> it is the uh, Normandy SR2 specifically from the absolute beautiful and brilliant franchise that is Mass Effect. And it is possibly the greatest video game of all time. Uh, in my opinion. But there you go. Interesting. I just need to like put my phone over my other picks because I have really big writing. <laughs> um <laughs> You're cheating. Oh,
1: I'm just steal <laughs> is from Is <Mass> it the <laughs> one where you can Build your own characters, can't you? You can build I'll it, it's Bioware.
3: It's Bioware, so yes, because yeah. Bioware you can design your character and you know it, took it takes so long. Yeah, like spend an hour making your perfect character yeah. and then they move and you're like, oh, whoops, wasted my time there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, the, the Normandy SR2, the way you travel in Mass Effect is kind of cool because you have these things called mass relays and they allow you to travel much much further than like a, an FTL drive does. It has an FTL drive, I believe, but it also. Um, um, you can travel like across entire solar systems with these like mass ship. jumps. Yeah. It's a very yeah. cool looking ship. For
0: the benefit of the listeners, I've just pulled it up on on Google. Oh, nice. Which, yeah. if you don't know what it looks like, unless you're driving or walking or running while listening to the podcast, you could do that too. Don't Yay. look at it up while you're driving. <laughs>
1: How
3: big is it? It's big. Oh, uh, it's too big. It looks like an X-wing in that picture. Yeah. No, it's massive. It's like an enormous starship. It's huge. Um, and the, the most exciting things to me, my first thing on my list is it has a fish tank. In the captain's quarters, because uh, you play Commander Shepard mostly, uh, yeah, you do. In the first three Mass Effects, um, you play Commander Shepard, and then uh, in the new one, you don't. And we're not going to talk about it right now because it's very distressing. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, basically, in the first, y- 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 you have a fish tank, and you can buy fish on the on the uh, the Citadel, which is not a spaceship, therefore couldn't go on my list because it is a space station. On the Citadel, you can buy fish for your fish tank, and if you don't feed your fish. They die. Oh no! You can get
2: your. It's like a whole game in. You (laughs) You
3: just don't. You have to feed your fish when you go on missions. If you don't feed your fish when you go on a mission, your fish will die. You can get your assistant to feed your fish. You can get Kelly James to feed your fish, and you really should. Um, because otherwise they die. And then what happens is, if I, I'm kind of a uh, spoiler, if Kelly dies then the fi- and she's feeding your fish, you need to remember to feed your fish or your fish die. <laughs> it's very traumatic fish death. Aren't you supposed to be off sort of saving the universe? Yeah, which thing? is what, well, yeah, you are. So basically, yeah, it has a fish tank. It has, um.
0: My fish would so die.
3: My fish died! Uh, yeah, my fish died on uh, one of my playthroughs, and then the other one I got Kelly to feed them, and then she died, and then my fish died. You are was... the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I fish are so, so bad. The worst. So, so bad. In the new one, um, in um, Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, you can have a space hamster. It does not die no matter what you do. Yay, space hamster. Just
1: space hamster difference won't <laughs> happen. It's hamster in space.
3: <laughs> I don't even. Literally. <laughs> anyway. So the S2, it's like an alien hamster. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> so basically, the in 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 Mass Effect, um, AI is bad. AI are the worst. AI are trying to destroy the entire universe, and you don't want AI anywhere near you. And the Normandy has an AI computer running it called Edie, and Edie's very cool. Edie's like the AI that runs it. She's brilliant. Um, and helps get out of lots of scrapes. And then she gets her body. And it's ridiculous. And she's still running the ship, but she's also available to go on missions with you and shoot shit. Which okay. is very, very cool. Is she um, like um, Janet off the good place? Yes. she's oh Weirdly, yes. God. She's more like bad Janet. She's, no, she's more like normal Janet. She's kind of weird and a little bit crap in social situations. Yeah. She's great. And it's, she's shiny and silver and has a weird bob. Um, like made of metal. Like a, bit like a bit like Cortana, but not quite. But yeah. And so um, yeah, it's very Is cool. she good though? She's She is hey, good. Like, yeah hey, so the whole thing with the normandy is, is like yeah no yeah, yeah, she is good she's always good and it's one of those things where like you're not you find out midway through a mission that actually the ship is being run by an ai and you and it's this horrifying moment because the sr2 is in mass effect 2 because mm-hmm. the sr1 is in mass effect 1 and it's not as good so i had to pick the sr2 to okay. be honest um there's enough fish it, well yeah and the a other space hamster the <laughs> other cool <laughs> thing you can do is you can also buy model <laughs> spaceships in Mass Effect and you can put them on your model spaceship shelves in your Captain's oh, this cause. is why when I play games I get so goddamn addicted, right? I can't finish the game until I've collected all, <laughs> all the that's spaceships it, 100%, fish, yeah. fish, spaceships it's great Space Space that's Ampestors. very very cool and Space it does
1: yeah. see, I can't bother to collect things like that in
0: real life <laughs> oh, it's,
1: <laughs> it's great quite, um, it's really good <laughs> that's why Assassin's Creed 2 took me forever because oh, I had to get God. all the weapons I had yeah. to get all the uh, uniforms, mm. all the artwork, all the feathers <laughs> and it was like where's my
3: life gone? oh here it is yeah here it is <laughs> it you. Yeah, yeah, it's so, I'm like that with Bioware it, yeah. it, I'm terrible with that um, Bioware games are very like that yes. and I find myself sucked into all of that but yeah the other cool thing about it is you can mine planets in the solar system so like you can fly to a planet and like if there's like nothing on it no mission on it you can mine the planet and get stuff and upgrade your armaments and upgrade your fuel system and upgrade you can get stealth running so you have got stealth which is very cool it just I, I just love it a lot but yeah it's yeah Archibald with thrusters to the sides because I didn't have a picture, but you've provided yeah, yeah, one, yeah. so that's fabulous. So yeah, it's it's, it's great. A, it's a good I do ship. love it. I like the fullscape. And I have many fun hours aboard it. <laughs> yeah, many hundreds of hours <laughs> in Mass Effect Two and Three on it. Yeah, so it's very very cool. So I'm a big. Fan. I don't think that was on anyone else's list. Was no, no, it? Good I don't think it was. Oh, good
1: choice.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not a gamer, so
3: I. I no, I'm, I knew it wouldn't be on your list. I have not. Come across this It's okay, Rage, we still things. like you. <laughs> Cannot recommend Mass Effect enough. It's great. Ever. It's so, good. It's so good. Okay,
0: well, as we all know, my was, number, my number one's
3: gone.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised number that would be your number one, actually. Well, you really? Was your yes. on number one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's all right. Okay. Well, it was yours too. Um, am I in- invited to your new cinema shop?
2: Always.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, that's
2: the right <laughs> But well, come on, your number two has got to be... Yeah, my number two is the TARDIS. Yes.
3: Um, um, it's on, that's on my list.
0: Which I've actually said... Not anymore. Which I've actually oh. said, in my note, I could park it neatly in the corner of Serenity's cargo bay and then pop off anywhere in time and space. It also expands the cargo bay to an infin- infinite size,
2: which would be very handy with Um <laughs> I like
1: this, that's cool. I um, there's
2: some fan fiction being written about this crossover. And, the also, and also, we would
1: <laughs> never, ever <laughs> miss <laughs> a
2: deadline.
3: Which would make Badger happy. <laughs> Um, do you, have you just related to Serenity in every single one of them? Yeah, Please not me. quite. Okay. Oh, I like this idea actually. Crossing them over. Well, it's funny you should say that because look my there's
0: a great now. photograph of Matt Smith and Nathan Pillion together. Yes, there is. And
1: is that like the first
0: almost, time? Almost nose to nose. Yeah. The, yeah. And the first time I saw that picture, they were there. Actually, was a Doctor Who Star Trek comic mm. uh, with the Borg and the Cybermen. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I remember emailing the guy that wrote that at the time and saying, with a with copy of that picture, when are you done with Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> we want this one now, please. Um, but no, because the, the TARDIS, first of all, the TARDIS is unlike any other spaceship, even now. Yeah, okay. um, it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Um, as everybody who ever walks into it says, even Peter Capaldi <laughs> managed to engineer his doctor saying that. It can go literally anywhere literally any when and it's it can be whatever you want it to be. It's the ultimate plot device. You can do anything with the TARDIS, but you can also make the TARDIS break. Uh, And occasionally, on at least three occasions I can think of in Doctor Who continuity, it's just soldered off on its own and left the Doctor (laughs) stranded.
1: Mm-hmm. Look, um, it, is, it, it kind of suggests that it's it's, it's alive sensitive. oh, she's yeah. actually oh she is alive and they're I think so I've written grown. it and the she fact, w- fact
3: w- that she becomes Saran Jones is the re- one yeah. of the reasons this is on my list Saran <laughs> 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 Jones Idris. Idris
0: The Doctor's oh. Wife oh well,
3: I don't I know about this
0: have one. you not seen the Neil Gaiman episode The Doctor's Wife which one an episode by Neil Gaiman yeah called The Doctor's
1: Wife oh when she becomes human yeah yeah I remember that
0: because that's one of my favourite Amy Pond quotes when the Doctor, did you... when she says, this, who's this? Oh, this, this is the TARDIS. The TARDIS is a woman. Did you wish really, really hard? Did you wish <laughs> so
2: yeah. the best
3: line. Oh.
0: Um, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, and, I do. and the TARDIS, yeah, everyone thinks the Doctor stole the TARDIS, but no, the TARDIS stole the Doctor.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the TARDIS picked the, the Time Lord that she knew would take her places yeah. Yeah. and go to places. That... And so I can't, do you, did you know, like, this is one of my favourite copyright facts, Did you know that the BBC own the copyright for the London police box? Really? The Metropolitan Police cannot build another police box... Was that always the the case? Without permission from the BBC. And it's something to do with something that happened with Doctor Who. Because it clearly wasn't always the case, because the the police box predates Doctor Who. Isn't
2: that one of those things where where now it's perceived as being... Yeah, it's... If you see a police box, product if you see so, a police yeah. box, you, think you now see yeah. TARDIS. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So, so the Metropolitan Police couldn't put the the a Metropolitan Police police box yeah, yeah. on a pencil case yeah. because ah, no. people would see TARDIS. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's that's just brilliant. Really, I look, that's great. so iconic. And 2 Who is one of the top three sci-fi franchises ever. Um, can't quite put it to normal one. Um, it's clearly of Five. Uh, it babs. But it's <laughs> Doctor Who Doctor Who's a show about change <laughs>
1: Yeah
0: And in that show Over 54 years The one thing That's remained constant Is the exterior of the tiles mm-hmm. Well it's well It changes a little bit Because yeah, the chameleon yeah, circuit's broken And so of it shivers course, but, Of course Of course But it's basically the same
3: Yeah,
1: yeah
0: I mean the interior changes A lot
3: See, so when when you originally sent uh, the message to me about yeah. this, you said that if you if, if for example you Uh-oh. had this version, then uh, somebody said this version, you could say another version. <laughs> I've got two separate versions hey. of the interior of the down Tardis so that You've I been can trumped, cover this. Reg, okay, which which cover which, my which are your interiors? <laughs> I've got Pondera Tardis. Yeah. Because it's beautiful steampunk weirdness with the big glass thing that goes up and down. I yeah, loved yeah. it. And the fact that start, uh, Matt Smith used to hang in a harness underneath it, fiddling. Yeah. It was just delightful and beautiful and like a little old man tinkering. And without, I think a lot of the what Tardis, was done was just so beautiful for the character. And it worked. The TARDIS and him worked so the well The TARDIS together. was very much Matt Smith's shed. Wasn't it was it? Yeah, it was gorgeous. And I loved that. And the fact that it had a swimming pool and bunk beds. The bunk beds episode, where they talk about bunk beds, mm. just cracked me Didn't the hell up. Didn't they have to
2: yeah. jettison the swimming pool at one point?
3: The swimming it's pool like just it. falls yeah. out all the damn time. <laughs> Open all the doors to the swimming pool. There's all those beautiful moments with the swimming pool and River Song and everything. And then my other one is early Clara Tardis, journey to the centre of the Tardis. Tardis. Mm-hmm. So you've got that room with the eggs in it, the circuits. Yeah. That it's the design of that yeah. is just the most beautiful thing like I've ever seen. You don't get that in any other spaceship ever. When have you ever seen a circuit that looks like an egg anywhere? And was ever, it, ever, ever. Sorry,
2: was it the Matt Smith season when one of the characters... It, it might be a River Song, I can't remember who... Said that the, the reason why the TARDIS console is shaped the way it is is because it's supposed to be flown by flown by uh, eight people. Flown by eight people. It's, people
3: it's at the not same it's time not Smith. That's at the end of David Tennant, and it's uh, when um, Donna and the Doctor yes. Donna occurs because they finally have yeah, the eight right, people to do right, it. Because right, right. uh, because oh, when they because they, they tow the Such
0: earth <laughs> they tow the earth back. <laughs> I'm shocked. So For a show and from around the deck, cool. it's are kind of adding and to tenant and Second Tennant, and Rose and Captain Jack. Donna and the doctor. So, yeah. what
1: happens when there's eight of them that doesn't happen?
3: They can, they can fly, fly it, it properly. properly. Yeah. Oh, right. That's exactly. why yeah. he was yeah. crap
0: at it. That's why it never goes. That's out. why it makes
3: that <laughs>
0: noise. It's because it, the brakes are on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes yeah. the noise yeah. it makes because he always leaves the handbrake on. Yeah. It's I don't remember the song, song Beautiful. Anymore. Beautiful. It's, and I yeah. love that you can do that with the TARDIS. I, yeah. Like the Falcon, like Serenity, the TARDIS is a character. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And occasionally even has a speaking part. Speaking yeah. It's
1: what, 54 years? Well,
0: um, 63. So
1: 63 November
0: years. 63. So, oh, sorry. So, uh, so I, I'm not doing the maths now. And it doesn't
1: you need said to change. Years. I did say it. it's about 54 years isn't In it? all those years, yeah, has there ever been or will there ever be aboard the TARDIS a space hamster?
0: <laughs>
1: because that's a bit of a clincher for me. <laughs> or a fish tank. That's that's a, even on any of the ships. <laughs> around,
0: that's a very good point. I am not, <laughs> I am not aware of livestock on oh. board the TARDIS. Uh, they do, as we have previously mentioned, have a swimming pool.
3: They have a library. The library again. T- yeah. I, w- I was writing this, list and I went. I'm going to watch Journey to the Center of the Tardis right now. <laughs> and I watched it, and I remembered. I saw the library, and it's beautiful. And where the, the outside, inside, where they go onto that cliff face, and mm. they walk. Yeah. And you just sit there going, "This is this is ridiculous and beautiful, and all inside a spaceship." Yeah. And yeah, the Tardis is perfect. Yeah, it is it's, unique. It's absolutely, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I knew it
0: was going to be your choice. I, I have uh, I knew. I have provisional yeah. approval. To build a TARDIS in the new shop.
2: Swimming
0: <gasps> pool. Oh, yes. It's not going to be. It's not going to be ready in time for the move. But I, I have to have it. Once it's finished, I have to have it approved. It has to look right, can't look. As it's a TARDIS, yeah. haven't you and already built like... it? <laughs> well, yes. Well, what do we want? Time travel. When do we want it? It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> um, so yeah, TARDIS, my number yeah. one. Um, it, is, it is. It is. It is just. Yeah. And the only reason Serenity beat it on my original list was cuz if anything the TARDIS is too big. Mm. The, the, the is cozy. She's a, she's a proper mm-hmm. home. The TARDIS is a palace. She's a city. She's mm-hmm. a citadel. Oh yeah. Um whereas, you know, and you know, bit of a MacGuffin as well. The, the the Oh yeah. Serenity has limits whereas mm. the TARDIS really doesn't. Yeah. Uh, What's the point?
2: Okay, so we're on round 2. Right. Okay. <laughs> so um again, I was trying to avoid all the obvious ones. So I was I was thinking back so when I was a, when I was a kid, and and, and sort of that's when I sort of first got exposed to kind of cool spaceships and cool kind of sci-fi. So for, sort of when you're young, it's the first time you see stuff. it Leaves quite a quite an impression on you. Now, bit of a story. When I was a kid in the '70s, yes, we've already just decided. You know, hey, I now, we know kid, how old I am. I was a kid in the we '70s too, mate. We get that um, so <laughs> we're
3: just thinking
2: very quietly. I used <laughs> to the um, born in the '80s <laughs> they used to be uh, in the states Marvel put out a monthly uh, Star Wars comic, but in the uk it was a week of Star Wars Weekly, mm-hmm. and because they couldn't fill an entire weekly comic with a whole Star Wars story, they used to have backup strips that were taken from other it was all black and white, taken from other Marvel comics and a lot of the time it was really kind of weird. Stuff and, and I think uh, Alan Moore wrote some stuff that went in there. He, he, it was just really bizarre, as I said. Anyway, that's where I discovered Adam Warlock. Adam, Adam Warlock, Star Lord, the original Star Lord, yeah. drawn, by, drawn by John um, Burke, the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Like of the Galaxy, Deathlock. Yeah, all and it was so. A lot of it was just so odd. It was so. It was all the weirdness. Weird. One series I absolutely loved was um, so it was based on there was this series of Japanese toys called Micronauts. Okay. The, Are you going um, where I think you're going? And the, yeah, the original series, uh, the comic series. So basically, the toys appeared in Japan first, and they were they were its own thing. They didn't have a comic or anything. And then when they came out in the states, Marvel picked up the license for them. And uh, a Marvel editor, I think he, I think he's passed away now. Bill Mantlo was was a, it was a, it was a, a comic writer, Marvel writer mm-hmm. and editor. He. Came up with this whole universe. Bear in mind, it was the same time when kind of Star Wars came out. So the comic strip has a very Star Wars feel. There's a Han Solo character, a Princess Leia character. There's two droids, a large one and a small one, and stuff. There's a Darth Vader villain. It, it, it's very much in the Star Wars mold, but it's drawn by this guy called Michael Golden, and his artwork is just absolutely amazing. Anyway, the main ship in uh, Micronauts which you might want to put up on your computer as well, which is well, uh, called, called the Endeavour. Now, yeah. it's very much like the Millennium Falcon. It's got two mandibles. That's the front.
3: So your first choice is the Millennium Falcon, and your second yes. choice is a ship that looks it's like the Millennium, like like Millennium
2: Falcon. Well, at the time, of course, I love the Millennium Falcon, and you want to see something that's a bit like it. So they created a ship called the Endeavour. Now, the Endeavour, although they produced a hell of a lot of Micronauts toys... But the Endeavour was something that Marvel created. It didn't exist as a toy oh, wow. in any way. Apart from the bridge section, which in the comics detaches and becomes like a kind of a floating, like a sort of a mini ship. The, 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 uh, the, I the, so wanted the that the The bridge one, was, was a toy you could buy. Yeah. It was a little PlayStation for your Micronauts figures. Anyway, the artwork of Michael Golden, coupled with the fact that they used to do things like that, cutaways, mm, yeah. and like as a kid, you look at it, you're like... Oh my God! That's that's where the that's where the the ramp is. That's where the med bay is. Mm-hmm. That's where the cargo bay is. I absolutely loved it. So the basic idea of the Micronauts is <coughs> they travel from their universe, the Microverse, to our universe. When they appear in our universe, they're six inches tall, <laughs> action figure size. Of okay. Course. When they arrive in our universe, they did a crossover with Man Thing, which is the Marvel version of Swamp Thing. Um, and there was a story where they ended up at NASA, and there's this mad scientist there who had been to space and he'd gone mad and when he came back they had a fight with the micronauts and they blasted him in the face because some of his skin comes away half cyborg and you're like as a kid you're like ah, this is brilliant and he created this massive circular pit which was called the prometheus pit and basically when you go in it you go in it and you go down and you go down forever and you shrink and you shrink and you end up in the microverse and that's how they get back to the micro, but anyway, the endeavour was the Millennium Falcon of Micronauts. Has I forgotten? you? Can you? breathe now.
1: <laughs> I've never heard of anything you're talking about, but your passion is just infectious, right? I, Micronauts. I, I had Micronauts as a kid. Boy. Um, I presume you had Time Traveller,
2: Time Traveller, yeah.
0: Of course, I, he did. Time Traveller was like the basic figure, and it was he had a silver head and like a, a silver. Machinery boxy thing. He was chest. one
2: with the enigma force, which was basically the. Force. But the rest of him,
0: the rest of him was, the rest of him was see through. Oh, cool! And he was a weird looking guy. And I've, I've still got a bag full of my Michael Google
2: Microdots. Yeah. Oh God. Because oh. Microdots has, has been back as a, a comic series with a yeah, bunch it's of dreadful. different, a bunch of different uh, comic companies. It's terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. The original Marvel series that I can't remember how many issues he ran for with Bill Mantlow and it did cross over with the, with the Marvel Universe a few times there were characters that sort of went to the, the microverse and and the microverse is still around in fact at the end of ant-man the first ant-man movie when they shrink oh. down and they oh, keep shrinking yeah. that's the microverse oh right they go to but they, for some reason they don't they don't mention it. there's the original toys yeah they were kind of die cast and plastic oh. uh and you used to find them in like cheap kind of you know sort of like pound lands and stuff and they were they were they were very very strange, but they were great. And you could take bits off one toy and add it to another. Oh, and yeah, they were,
0: they were they were. So I had that. I had that. that
2: on the left. That's the bridge of the Endeavour that attaches. Yeah. And then
0: this 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 little thing came out. This
1: is great for people listening. Uh, <laughs> oh, it is great. Yeah. Go, <laughs> got Google. Google well, you've got to Google <laughs> My, My, Micronauts,
2: Michael yeah. Golden. Michael Golden is one of these. He's like a lost. Marvel artist his stuff is incredible he drew the NAM yes, in the did. 80s yeah he did and he, he his artwork is super detailed at G.I. Joe he drew some G.I. Joe he drew the best G.I. Joe annual ever which I, I don't like the G.I. Joe characters at all but his the annual was was I, I read it and read it and reread it as a kid until the pages fell apart and <laughs> his artwork was super detailed it was so there you go yeah. finished no, cool. next
0: move on to someone else yeah cool. uh, I can't remember who was next me was you Alan
1: Hello. Number two. I'm still here. Okay, I'm going to go for one of the ships from Battlestar Galactica Remake. Ooh. So exactly. there is going to be spoilers in this. We have sound of the spoiler horn. I'm going to go for We'll sound s- it again. Sound it again. Uh-oh.
3: Spoilers! Uh-oh dude i think i've just read it people have totally been warned now is
1: it on your list, it's on my list. Oh. you and i are friends yes <laughs> um, i'm going for scar yes um, from bsg um, scar is one of the cylon raiders now the whole concept he, he um he shows up in season two episode 15 when everything's getting a bit desperate and um some of the crew what's left of them uh, you're running out of everything Except truth based. And Starbuck kind of vows to kill Scar. And Scar is is the ship who has a Scar, which is great. The whole concept with the Cylons is that they resurrect, except at this point, their resurrection ship has been destroyed. So Scar is basically a ship who has been killed and killed over (laughs) and over again, is resurrected and remembers every time that he's died. And that on its own is just like one interesting concept, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, not only that, but what, what would it do if you were a person and that was happening? It'd mess you up a lot. But also this concept that the humans are just dying. And as soon as one of those dies, you've got to train up new people and it takes years. You've got obviously a certain age. The Cylons are just like, there you go, you're back. But now, because the resurrection ship's gone, Scar could die Yeah. for, for real. And I, I just saw that it, it was, yeah, it was a really interesting concept of, a, of an episode. Nice. And yeah. uh, I, I really, really liked it. What,
3: what did you have? I had, I had a big red eye one. Warm- um, <laughs> okay no I, first the first thing I did was I wrote down Cylon Raider because I was like I love that design It's yeah. the most beautiful freaking thing yeah. in the world and the way they just <laughs> and they flip and the vipers flip against them yeah. and the battles are just the best ever yeah. but um, yeah I have biomechanical being learns from mistakes resurrection yeah. etc yeah yeah um, because Calls grudges, Paul's grudges yeah specifically thing. that was what was just really really cool I and also. I do love the fact that their head is basically like a, just a big Cylon knight head yeah, with, with the light with yeah. the light, with the warm. And, yeah with the yeah, and that's right, just yeah. that for me it's just like woom. big a uh, big red <laughs> big eye one It's I love it. That is now the title of the episode, by but... <laughs> Big red eye. Big woom. red eye. I absolutely love him. Big Star. fracking red eye. But yeah. the fact that the the that, that Starbuck then gets inside him and flies him oh, is what, yeah. you know, really takes that to like the next level for yeah. me. It's like, yeah, it may well be a biomechanical organism within its own right, but she can actually figure out how to make it. yeah bitch and planned it in the world yeah. ever yes yeah yeah, yeah. no scars Scar oh, i'm
1: really glad because yeah. I, I thought yeah because yeah, i totally it is a bit a bit obscure because part of me was going to go with bsg because it is just awesome or maybe the um ah what's it called the bigger one. one oh yeah no, the I feet, got not that phoenix Pegasus. Pegasus, thank, thank you Jesus. very much. The Pegasus that comes in, one of the best, the best fuck yeah moments of yeah, all yeah, television yeah. where BSG is about to get destroyed and then just comes the Pegasus and just goes, Brah! firing at everyone and out of your seat Beautiful. you just go, yes! I've never, oh, seen, I've never seen the reboot. It's amazing. Whoa, it's pretty epic.
0: It was, when it was on, it wasn't on a channel I could get. Yeah, I have them on DVD. Oh. I will lend you them. Thank you. We always about you I need them. to watch it again. Yeah. It's so I good. find that
1: BSG is one of the so things. That by the time you get near the end, you're just saying, oh, Where did we start? Yeah, so much happens in the character development. Confession is to incredible.
2: make. Confession to make. I, as a grown man, I have no shame in saying that when I got to the the final episode of the final series, mm-hmm. I had a little man tear. <laughs> yeah rolling down my cheek yeah. watching Battlestar Galactica I can't think of the last TV show I watched that made oh, me cry I can't I can. I can. 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 in well, my the... case it was Discovery Discovery yesterday yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh god oh, yeah. such yeah. a great show but yeah it was and it, it's, yeah, it's, it's does, yeah, stunning, if, if you yeah. like your characters and your character development and, oh, it's phenomenal and then there's characters in it that to start with you like and then you feel sorry for them and then you
3: hate them and then you like them again and then it, it's it's just and it's even more complicated for the Zylons mm. because like you're meant to hate them but some of them you just yeah.
1: oh. you get it and it's also theological Beautiful. as well it's, it's yeah, a big yeah, argument totally. about God and and things. So yeah, I would absolutely check it oh, out, and, bring and the whole concept of, of Scar, I'm glad that I thought... I'm interested, yeah,
2: you two got the same, I, I wonder, obviously you haven't gone for Galactica, and you haven't gone yeah. for the mm-hmm. Colonial Vibers, or anything, it's very interesting to get to the end of this discussion, and see which of the big ones everyone's yeah. just avoided, Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. all yeah. of the yeah. obvious, because yeah. we've yeah. gone in a different way.
3: Yeah, well, with that in mind, Pat. Well, Scar's gone, and then Taurus is gone. That leaves me with. Let me get back to this. Oh, magic. Yes. Fog Cube. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Fog Cube. Okay. And my first line that I've written down is It's a. F-. Cube. <laughs> when I was right, okay, so I was eleven when I discovered the Borg Cube. Right, I was eleven. Stop being young. <laughs> okay.
2: We get it. Okay,
3: I was a giant, very giant nerd child, and uh, loved Star Trek massively. And I loved the Borg Cube because it's a cube. Because there's no air in space. So why not build it as a massive effing cube? Because you can. You could fly a cube in space. And everyone's like, yeah, let's make everything really aerodynamic. Well, once it's up there, it doesn't matter. So like, yeah, which is why the cube was just the cube and it could go as faster than light and it could do all the stuff that it had to do and it could warp and it could whatever you know it's it was just so amazing and the the fact that aerodynamics were completely irrelevant as when i was 11 it blew my mind and <laughs> yes. that's why the cube's on there for me because i was just like what it's just the it, it was everything for an 11-year-old who was obsessed with space and science fiction, to to realise that that's, that could exist and it could still function, the same as the Enterprise, which is beautifully aerodynamic and fabulous. Yeah. You know, the, those two so things could do the tech. same thing. Yeah, they could do the same thing in space mm. because there was no air there. Um, so I think that's that's my ma- my major reason for loving the cube. I think it's great. I don't like the, the Borg ball. I am not a keen. The Borg sphere <laughs> sucks. The Borg cube is amazing, and I had a keyring of it that you could keep things in. <laughs> I <could laughs> the top. It was incredible. Cool. It was really cool, and I wish I still had it, but I
2: don't. <laughs> um, also, as the Borg were quite scary they were a legitimate threat when that cube appears you're like
3: "Uh oh yeah and the other thing was and the other thing for me as well at the time was the Borg cube looks filthy it just looks filthy everything starfleet was so clean and so beautiful and so orderly and everything was gorgeous and then there's this cube and it's just like got this green light coming from inside and it's this black stuff stuck on and it just feels very much like it's been built by these creatures who have just slapped (laughs) together yeah. so they yeah, can keep weirdly, taking
0: over. Given the nature of the Borg, weirdly, it's so much more organic yeah. than everything in Starfleet, which is very, as you say, sleek. Yeah, yeah. And very machines. designed.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of the Giga. Geiger? Giga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, is, yeah all yeah, that, yeah, that kind of yeah. dark. and yeah, yeah, I feel like there's yeah. definitely more yeah. yeah. organic. Yeah. Also wires and um, yeah. yeah
3: big yeah. tubes like, that's, yeah. big that's like the board tubes.
1: themselves isn't it? it it's bits bolted bits on, and on
3: yeah. there's
2: no uniformity like Starfleet and, it's, and
3: that's all because obviously they've assimilated from everywhere else yeah. and they've just pulled stuff yeah. and I and part of me in my in 11 year old brain was like oh have they assimilated all the ships into the cube
1: and that was kind of <laughs> like being
3: 11 that's, that's how your brain right. works so I was just like yeah have they just like smushed up everyone else's ships and made it into this big like a trash compactor? Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah, that kind of yeah, 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 I'm really into the Borg Cube. <laughs> it, it doesn't show. It's so instantly recognisable. Yeah. Like, it looks yeah. like nothing else. You know, yeah. instantly, that thing it's appears, little... the Borg are here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, and that Yeah, that colour as well. And when you
2: it's see, in, cool. when the Starfleet ships start attacking, you see the scale yeah, of the ships yes, compared huge! to the Borg yeah, Cube, you're like, ah, that's,
3: that's, yeah. That's it's crazy. It is, it's, yeah. So the Borg Cube is like, that was number two on my list because I absolutely love it. So you saying again that I'm not a
1: big Trekkie the bit where Picard gets taken and turned into locutus I am I'm not, a Treky, a a Borg. I'm not a trekkie but I know that his name is
0: resistance, Treky, name is, resistance Treky, is futile I had um, on a pop birthday card but it was 11 <laughs> and can I
1: can I um in in uh oh no what was it oh it's too many star treks in um, <laughs> in next generation is it Hugh the, the Borg and they and they yes. bring him on and they kind of he gets yeah. a bit more human it's like my name is Hugh he's been I detached
2: just, from the Borg
1: yeah. oh, I just give him a cuddle.
3: yeah I loved Hugh we love the Borg well, yeah. and of
0: course I'll see you Hugh and I'll raise you seven of nine
3: Yes, I, I love yeah.
1: Seven. Seven yeah. There may amazing. be a question about Seven of Nine in our quiz on Sunday, because I've done a whole round
3: about female Wait, heroes. Oh. And I loved Seven of Nine. I loved her developing humanity. I hated her ending up with Chicote for no apparent reason, and they had to smooth them together in the last three episodes. Why? Yeah, that <laughs> Made no sense to me at all. It just made no sense. It was painful. It's like, yeah, of course, she's attractive and therefore must have a mate. Yeah.
0: Well, I, <laughs> yeah. I actually liked because i mean let's be honest seven of nine was originally brought onto the cast because somebody in an office decided they needed another fit woman yeah but having had that imposed on them and yeah seven of nine looked pretty good i've got to say she fought the rock but (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) rather than just making her okay we'll get another fit woman on to you know to run yeah sorry i
3: just need to spat my teeth
0: (laughs) <laughs> Do you know she had I, I read an interview She had three different Sets of false breasts Depending really? on what Her character was doing If she was going to be running She wore the big ones
3: <laughs> It's horrifying isn't it's it? that... I, I totally had a poster Around my wall uh, And um,
0: this is Star Trek One of the more Progressive shows on Yeah that it really
3: yeah.
1: was I just like to point out How British oh, that was I was just nearly spat out My tea. <laughs> 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 my tea! All oh lord um, Talking about boobies So <laughs> I like I like that In, in spite
0: of the fact <laughs> They had that imposed on them They made her badass yeah, she was a they fan. made her they made her so cool with agency and so smart and, and intelligence <laughs> and yes she was desirable but she was also loved <laughs> she was also you know useful
3: brilliant yeah she was she amazing.
0: was she was an agent of the plot not just <laughs> she wasn't just a character that things happened to.
3: and then they did that then they gave her that ending which just made no sense yeah, like yeah. just leave her single let her find a nice nothing
0: nothing at the end of voyager made any sense oh god it was just dreadful i didn't get that far in fact nothing in voyager
1: Voyager was my first experience of Star Trek. Don't watch the last season of Voyager.
3: No, you see, the thing with Voyager, I I introduced my wife to Star Trek with Discovery, and I went, we need to watch another Star Trek at the same time. And I was like, we're going to watch Voyager. We'll start you with Voyager, and then we'll go back to where it's actually sensible. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's no point in bringing you to Voyager. No, no. No No. So, yeah, no,
1: we went back. Right. But yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the ball keep. Just realize yeah. it's it's nine o'clock and we've only done we haven't even done two each yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We might have to stop at three, perhaps. Oh no. Um, okay. <laughs> okay.
0: And with that in mind, I be the timekeeper again. Rich. With that in mind, <laughs> so I've got fucking <laughs> minute. Shall, shall I hop in? With that in mind, I am I'm actually yeah, going to change. I'm going to change my running order. I'm promoting one.
1: From, we could do five of we just What was spirit. originally oh, yeah, number
0: five? On my list. Well this one will be quick actually because none of you will have heard of it. Um, oh, I'll be this I um for my number ah, two, ah. I am choosing the Stella Marie. Okay, no, not that which is the spaceship from my favourite novel, uh, which is called The Sparrow. I married a Russell. Um, it's about Earth receives a signal from an alien civilization, and while the United Nations and all the governments of the world are arguing about how do we respond, what do we do? Do we send a signal back? Do we send people? Do we send a mission? What do we do? The Jesuits do what the Jesuits always do when somebody discovers new land and goes right. Let's go convert them. Oh God. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful story about the Jesuit mission to um, this alien world, where they meet two races of humanoid-ish mm-hmm. creatures. Um, I've forgotten what the, what the, the yeah, ruling be a
1: quick one. What the ruling class has got <laughs> um,
0: then there's like a ruling class and servant class. and Sorry. because they're only because their only reference is, is humanity they totally misunderstand what's going on and tragedy ensues um just beautiful um it's called the sparrow because there's a line in the bible about in, even the smallest sparrow that our father will know when it falls yeah. or whatever uh, and the the main character a priest That's called the yeah, yeah <laughs> the main character is a priest called emilia Sandoz. um his response when somebody says that to him is yeah but the sparrow falls anyway it's no starting comfort to the sparrow That no who is um, the spy uh mary Daria russell i will caution i'll lend you the book if you like uh i will caution you you if you read to the end of the sparrow you will have to read the sequel, which is called Children of God, because if you don't, you will spend a lot of time crying. Oh, <laughs> um, something horrible! You know, at the start of the book, that something horrible has happened, and at the end of the book, you find out what the horrible—you well, you sort of know what the horrible thing is—but you find out how it happened and why it happened, and it's absolutely crushing. And then there's a sequel where the, the character that the horrible things happened to has worse things happen to them, Jesus. and then it gets redeemed to a degree. Uh, but it's it's just the most beautiful but just it's the just space hamster die it's just fantastic <laughs> oh my god it's worse than that but, <laughs> but all the this isn't the this isn't a picking sides about our favorite science fiction novels no. so i will just tell you about the, the stella Marie. Yeah. i like the stella Marie because she is absolutely scientifically no. spot on you could we could build the stella Marie now and send it to a different star the technology exists. Wow. Basically, Ooh. the Stella Marie is an asteroid. Massive, huge asteroid, which has been hollowed out, or has had a compartment hollowed out for the crew quarters. Um, because it's made of rock and iron, it's shielded, It's naturally shielding from radiation. Uh-huh. So cosmic radiation, not a problem. And for fuel, they use the rest of the asteroid. <laughs> and they're just firing bits of asteroid <laughs> off behind it. and Newton's third law of reaction, equal mm-hmm. And so it maintains, for its journey to this new solar system, it maintains one g of acceleration until it gets halfway there and it turns around and decelerates at one g so that it stops at exactly the right place. So mm-hmm. they've got gravity all the way through, apart from the flip over in the middle, where they're weightless. Um, and because one one g of acceleration doesn't seem like a lot, but over... A couple of years, you can be going really fast. I mean, I, I did once because I'm really sad to sit down and work it out. Uh, it's a it's a substantial fraction of the speed of light. How do they get off
2: the asteroid and onto the planet? They have a landing ship. Oh, right.
0: And so, it, you know, the, the science checks out. It would absolutely work. And we, I mean, we couldn't do it now because we couldn't possibly afford it. But it could theoretically be done. We theoretically have the technology to do all of that. Oh, yeah. The only thing we don't have the technology to do is go and catch an asteroid. Yeah. Which is a granted a bit of a bugger, but. The the, the the conceit in the book is that asteroid mining works. Yeah. That you you pull you pull asteroids into Earth orbit.
1: Is this is this already made the ship? Because you're talking about you know. No, the, the Jesuits. Aliens...
0: The Jesuits build it. The Catholic Church has got a lot of money. So, but
1: but the, the aliens make contact, <laughs> and how long are they arguing about how to respond? Oh, years. It's given the Jesuits time. Years to build and years the and years.
0: Ship. Yeah, yeah, it takes years.
1: Oh right, I was going to it's
0: like in a way, we built it. It's it's oh. yeah, and 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 I like because of course that's how it works. Of course. Mm. You know, if anyone's if anyone's capable of making a really snap decision to go and make contact with a new civilization, Catholic. it's the Catholic Church. Mm. They've always done it. Um, <laughs> if anyone if anyone has got the independent means to do that, that's the Catholic Church. They're a country, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's the, the, the story itself is such a beautiful tragedy with such wonderful characters in it. And Mary Dorea Russell herself, I think, is quite a devout Catholic. Um, and that she has written a book that is as critical of the Catholic Church as this is, mm. is, yeah, it's a big thing. Uh, and it's be- it's beautiful. I cannot recommend it highly enough. So that's my number two, the Stella Marie. Um, cool. Because she's a proper, space-worthy ship. And if any younger listeners um, have been putting up the swears, um, ah. The same trick is used in a, I guess these days we'd call it young adult series of novels uh, called Starstormers, mm. uh, which was serialised on Jack Jackanory in the early 1980s uh, and which I read every single one of in
2: my from
0: my school library when I was about
2: 11. Yes. When you said about a hollowed out asteroid, I read a book when I was a kid that that was a, that, that, would, have been, been that would have been Starstormers, Yeah a go. bunch of kids they do don't they they hollow out they hollow- an asteroid and it makes a mini spaceship yeah. hey, don't they do that in Explorers the mo- that movie Explorers I haven't like, seen the movie Explorers from the, in the 80s it had River Phoenix in it and I'm sure that it's similar.
0: Well, it's not a unique idea. And as I, I mean, say, the, 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 the technology idea. to do it exists, yeah, yeah. more or less. I mean, it's a, a space-worthy object. The first object
3: thing, be, when you said, we can't afford it, I thought, us four. <laughs> like, the then I realised you were talking about us, Jerry. generally, we the world. Well, we <laughs> the <"That's laughs> <core, laughs> yeah, we like, four around the table. We four. Hey, listen, business <laughs> is good at destination I just chuckled away to myself because I realised my instinct. We
0: four definitely can't do it. Yeah, The I'll George
3: could. Um, yeah, I, I just love that, sorry That just really tickled <laughs> me uh, So yeah, that's my, my n- that's
0: my number two And that puts us back to Matt for number one And we will leave it there Thank you for joining us At the Geeks of the Gates Next week we'll be back With the conclusion Of this discussion of the best Sci-fi spaceships in the whole of fiction but for now it's time to go so be kind to yourself be kind to everybody else and until we meet again remember being a geek is about loving what you love and letting everybody else love their thing too Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeksatthegate or contact us on Twitter at, Geeks at the gates. Or contact us by email on mail4geeksatthegates at gmail.com. That is the number four, not the word. Geeks at the Gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire.